This is Jada B, and you're listening to The Mega Late Show. Hey, Jada B! Yo, this is MLS, and welcome to another Kiowa episode. We got a, a good one for y'all this time uh, with our special guests. Uh, Brooklyn Terry, emphatically yes, we got to build out in Machida at the NDS uh, Dance Studio, which is uh, what Terry runs. Uh, if you don't know who Brooklyn Terry is, do your Googles. This is uh, one of the prolific figures in the hip-hop community in terms of dance. He's in, He's not an old head, he's not a new head, he's a true head, and he's been doing his... Uh, his thing through the hip-hop community for decades now. Uh, you might have seen my man dancing in the Mo Money Mo Problems video or getting, getting jiggy, jiggy with it. it. Uh, several several things. So in this episode, uh, we have a conversation about what hip-hop is. Uh, the, the problem was, uh, during some point in the recording... A little uh, bit of technical difficulty, so you might hear like a skip or two, but... Yeah, yeah we also we also dropped the first part of the conversation where we're talking about uh, what what hip hop is, and uh, to 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 put it most simply, uh, what what we talked about is uh, Terry was saying he is hip hop, and we were all saying we are hip hop. So uh, you'll pick up some of these jewels through through the conversation, but we want to apologize for the episode the episode kind of chops in a weird way and it picks right back up but in the episode we've got a lot of information being dropped and a lot of a lot of uh, noteworthy worthy things that we talk about so um what else what else we talk about in the episode we talk about the biggie wall in brooklyn gentrification of brooklyn mm. um i think some something about nas album we talk about a lot uh, about dance crews and uh kind of posing perpetrating uh, authenticity in the hip hop culture. Uh, it was it was an interesting episode to begin with. We had uh, we had our homie Marvell who was in the studio with us. Billy Vell, the mysterious fifth member. Bell, Unfortunately, Bell. Dallinger couldn't Bell, make Bell. it this time. But uh, you know. Oh yeah, and if if you're hearing Steez, he's like uh, he's on a respirator right now. He's going through a Darth Vader <laughs> type of trans uh, transformation. <laughs> word, word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, word. So I mean, uh, it's more it's more dope from the MLS crew, and uh, we want to thank y'all for rocking with us. Do we have a weather forecast for this? Should we cut it yes, in? Yes, yes. Yo, uh, a lot of good shows coming up. Uh, June sixteenth, uh, probably today if you're listening. Uh, Gold Link's gonna be at Sound Museum Vision that same day. They're doing the brand new Tokyo Midnight Streetball Fights at Ageha. On the 18th, Dempa Shoujo is going to be at WWWX. The 23rd, Low End Theory Encounter at Contact. And that is Daddy Kev, Nobody, and Great Dane from uh, Low End Theory. Yo, that show is going to be super dope. Great Dane is dope, Nobody, and Daddy Kev is a prolific hi- a figure in the hip-hop community. And yo, also, Sarasa and Yuki Bell are on that show. Oh, snap. That, you know, I would love oh, to go to that. Sweet. I, I, might, I think Dallinger actually knows one of the dudes organizing that. We have to talk to him. We might be able to get into that oh, for the price of hey, On the House. You know, on the House, baby. On the 24th of June, we have the DMC World Final Qualifiers in Ageha, or at Ageha, Club Ageha, that evening. If you want to check out some really dope turntablism, uh, check yo, that out. Also on the 24th at the kitchen, we got, yo, can you pronounce his name properly? Uh, Aaron Cholai. Aaron Cholai, yes. Il, Il Sugi. 
not not Isugi, but Ilsugi, Ketch, yeah. Madara. Um, oh, and, sorry, I missed the show. On the 23rd, the Ageha MC Battle Star Tanjo, Episode 1 Grand. Uh, go catch some MC battles at Ageha on the 23rd. Yeah, that show, The Kitchen, on the 24th is also going to have some live tattooing and escape video premiere. Oh, shit. This is at uh, Kusudama in uh, Takodanobaba. Oh, good look. Yeah, so that's on the 24th. That's an all-night type of thing. It starts, I think, at 11, 11.30. Maybe get a tattoo. It might be dope. Hey, man, I need some more tattoos. I would appreciate some Shout myself. out to Vellyvel. Um, Yo, on the 30th, we got Juice at Sound Museum Vision. That is Hanichi. I might not be reading that right. I.O. from Candy Town and B.C. DMG. Ken the 390 and TK the Kurobuchi and some other kanji I can't read. And some other people on that show you might know, like Hachiman and some other people. Word. On the 20... Wait. On, on June 30th, something... I think it's Black Market, but they spell black with the 9 instead of a CK and market with a 2 instead of a T. Black, <laughs> black Market Show. This is uh, MC Kojo's birthday party. It's also going to have Aaron Cholai. This is at Heavy Six Zero in Nakano. This starts at 9, and I think it might be going all night. Might be dope to check out. Yo, uh, July 7th. Yo, as we get into July, shit starts to get really real, son. Unit's 13th anniversary. That's going to be featuring Slack or 5 Lack. We still haven't figured that out. I'm going to uh, go with Slack. Lack. I'm going to go with yeah, Slack. Let's, let's do Slack. Uh, Buddha Bros, that's Buddha Monk and Fitz Ambrose. They're also going to be on that show. Uh, MLS will be in the house for that. Uh, JJJ. Oh, yeah. JJJ. Oh, I'll definitely be there. Man. And Gapper. Yep, yes. there. That's at Unit in uh, Daikanyama on Friday, July 7th. All right. Night Affair. Right. <laughs> the next day on the 8th, DLIP presents Blacklit's uh, ninth anniversary. Uh, at that show, we got Manju, which is Isugi. Not it's... Ilsugi, but Isugi. Isugi is the rapper. Ilsugi is the beat maker. Word up. Uh, <clears throat> Sanin Do or Toe and Mr. Pug, that's their group. We got Blarmy, that's Sheaf the Third and Miles Word, Dinary Delta Force. There are a lot of people in that group. I hope y'all know who they are. Yo, there's hella people on that show. So uh, come out and check Blacklist. Oh, that's at uh, Club Asia on the 8th. On the 14th, another brand new Tokyo Midnight Streetball fight at Ageha. The 16th, Rip Slime presents Mayonaka No Wow. That's Rip Slime, Candy Town, Tokyo Health Club, and Salu. Tomoyuki Tanaka, DJ Jin, DJ Mitsu the Beats, and DJ Kyoko at Ageha on the 16th. On the 17th, Monday the 17th at 2 p.m. This is an afternoon event. This is the Battle of the Year Japan prelims. Hey. So go out there, check out the B-Boys. This is going to be uh, hosted by a few cats. And one of the cats is the legendary Taisuke, who is going to be one of the judges. Check that out in Kanagawa, Kawasaki. Uh, Kawasaki. At Club Sita, Monday, July 17th. And yo, uh, July 29th, two dope shows going down. First up, Train and Hermit City Recordings, Beats in Cycle, Release Party. Yo, this is going to be at Circus. MLS will definitely be here along with everyone, yo. Let's go back to back on these names. All right. Yo, Buddha Bros, we've already said. Buddha Monk and Fitz Ambrose. Tajima Hall. Yagi. Actor. Uh, Arutu, Bugseed, E Marley, Emu, Il Sugi, Lidley, 
Mad Raw Beats, Monk T, Matatabi, Salty, Witness Green, and Yotaro. And there's probably going to be more cats even at that joint. It's going to be so live. Yo, MLS everybody's going to be in there, man. Yes, come holler at your boys, man. We might even catch you for a sneak interview, man, yo. if you want to be on a Kaiwa. Yo, that starts at oh, 5 o'clock. This is an early yes, joint. Yes, yes, yes. That's a day show, 5 until 10 p.m., yeah. which gives you enough time to hit up Sound Museum Vision on the same day. And peep the legendary Pharaoh Monch at Vision on the 29th. I'm going to have to try to do both of those, man. I, I really would like to build with Pharaoh Monch, try to get Pharaoh Monch to give a little shout-out to the podcast and tell him how dope he is because that's the dude. Do your Yo. Googles if you don't listen to Pharaoh. You better get on that. Yo, Vision's doing their damn thing, man. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. I'm going to have to drop $35 to see Pharaoh Monch. Goddamn. <laughs> for real. Yo, unless we got a plug out there. Yay. For Yo. the price of on the house, it's better. August 26th. Yep. We've got the DMC Japan World Finals. Yes. That's at Womb. That's going to be super dope if you like turntablism, scratching, juggling, all that. So uh, peep game for that. That should be should be nice. I'm not sure if I'm going to go to that, but it's going to be dope. DMC, world famous. Get with it. Yo, is this at Womb or at Womb Shimo Kitazawa? Um, I think I just put the wrong Womb in there, but it's Womb oh, okay. in Shibuya. It's Womb in Shibuya. <laughs> Shimo doing their thing now. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. I didn't know there was a woman instead of instead I don't know, man. Guy? I just Shimo that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And yo, finally, uh, all the way in October, Soul Camp is back to two days, and that's going to be, at the moment, Erica Badu, De La Soul, and Faith Evans. Yeah. I think I said Faith Hill the last time. We I think you did this. say Faith Hill. Yo, definitely not uh, Faith moments. Hill. But uh, yo, man, uh, if y'all peeped the third episode, we already had Maceo on. Bless up to that. Uh, so we definitely support De La Soul out here. And I've been to the past two Soul Camps. They were dope as fuck. So you want to go peep that shit for sure. And it's back at Toyosu Pit. So it's going to be live. How much is that? Is that is that an expensive show? Might be. It's like one ten for one day, and then three. No, one thirty for one day, two ten for both days, or something okay. like that. Yeah, I don't do that. That's like a Ichiman, Sanzen, Niman, Isen, some shit like that. Word, yeah. So, um, so, 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 uh, if if you listen to us, um, make sure you follow up and, and listen to this Terry interview. We're definitely going to have Terry on again. <laughs> Yo, um, yeah, ironically, or maybe not ironically, <laughs> we just had another technical difficulty, like I was saying. So, uh, again, we just want to thank y'all for um, for checking out the podcast. Be sure to check out this joint with Brooklyn Terry. We're going to have him on again yes. uh, at some point just so we can get some more of these jewels and we'll talk about hip-hop culture and learn Props from an OG. Props to Brooklyn Terry. Yo, I fucked the fuck up, man. Uh, Speakeasy, July 2nd, going down at Sasazuka Bowl. Oh, uh, we're going out there again, so y'all make sure you come and support. Got five dollar bowling games. Gonna have some live DJs going on. I mean, Yo, speak, yeah. speak easy. Speak easy is a free event, man. You can come out there and just rock, rock with them. Listen to some really good music. Watch some good dancing and build with some really good people. So more y'all need to get on that speak easy, uh, that speak easy gig and, and check it out. Cause Most it's, definitely. I I'm not even being hyperbolic when I say I think it's the best party. In hey, Tokyo. Definitely the best day party, absolutely. First Sunday of every month. Pretty much every month. Speak easy. And yeah, we got something good planned up for August, too. So uh, everybody get beached ready. I'm just going to say that. Word.
Oh damn, I gotta get beach ready. Well, I gotta get beach ready too. Yeah, all right, work. Uh, but yeah, yo, so uh, so thanks for building with us. Uh, shout out to Terry. Shout out to uh, Naho, his uh, beautiful Zion, wife. Yeah, shout son. out to Zion. Shout out to Mao. Uh, yeah, shout out to Vel. Uh, shout out to D Dallinger. Mm. Indeed. All the family. Shout out to all of them. Hey. Oh, and shout out to uh, Karage. I filmed them this past weekend. It's a new club in Machida, oh, which right. is where Terry's from. And uh, Terry's trying to link with them so that we can throw like a big ass party there because it's a dope ass club. It's called Karage, K R A G E. Kind of like Krage. Or no, C R A G E. My bad. Yeah, Karage with the K is like Karage with, with, with the chicken. <laughs> but word, Krage, Krage, Karage. Yeah, so um, definitely be on the lookout for that. And, uh... Yo, this is not information, but this is MLS Kaiwa with Brooklyn Terry. Emphatically, yes. Bow, bow. Yo, welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 10 of the Mega Late Show. We are broadcasting semi-live, simulcasting semi-live from the NDS Dance Studio in Machida. Our special guest today is Brooklyn Terry. OG, triple OG, G-O-D, H-N-I-C, Brooklyn Terry. Yeah, that was a whole lot of O's and G's. <laughs> yeah, word. <laughs> word. Um, yeah, we're also uh, without Steve's for the time being. He'll show up in a shortly. D Dallinger was missing from action today, but we do have the mysterious hey. fifth member uh, who, of who? the Mega Late Show. Who's We've got this? the mighty Marvell. Choke. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, it's a pleasure yeah. to have Marvell. <laughs> Good to have him. Word. Yeah, so we um yeah we we got a special episode for you today. We're gonna talk a lot about hip hop. I don't think we got a topic of discussion. We're just gonna have a free conversation. Oh, we, about we do have things. a topic. We do have a topic. Oh, do we? The the topic is what is hip hop? I am hip hop. I am shorty. We already did that. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. We did that. <laughs> I be four foot twenty. No, on the strength. Yeah, okay, we'll talk about that. Of course, we're going to have our weather report for you where Marvell is going to share a track. Brooklyn Terry is going to share a track. We're going to talk about those things. Uh, we'll have all the show information for the following month uh, at the yes. end of the show. Lots of good shows going on this indeed, summer. Indeed, indeed. So uh, let's go ahead. Should we Speak Should we start easy. with Dope? Speak easy. He's coming back. back. <laughs> Are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, uh, no, no, not the thing I just told you about, though. No, in July. In July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about July. Okay. But, right. but yeah, so um, <clears throat> let's go ahead. Let's, let's, let's just have a little free conversation real quick, and then we'll get to dope or not dope. Cool. cool. All right. Topic of discussion. Have all of us been to Sarasa's new food spot? I know I've been with you, but have you been to the Casa de Sarasa? Right? Yes, Casa de Sarasa's. Can I say fucking? I just said it. It's fucking official. We'll edit that out. No. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's delicious, right? Oh, my God. It's like authentic yeah. Mexican style. Serious, I, I left there with... um, I went in with like a uh, an African shirt, and I left there with 
fucking Vato. Frida Kahlo printed on you. Yeah, I had, I had that, that at the top. I had that, that Frida Kahlo shirt on too. Late was looking at me like, that's a little suspect. You use Frida with the tacos. And I agree, but it, I mean, it's cool. You know what I mean? There's no malicious intent. We cool yeah. with it. I like it. Yeah, we were there before opening night. We, we were did. there like. It was your birthday. Yeah, man. It was it's your birth month. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, He's still trying to it's He's still trying to get us with presents. Now, you, you know what it was, though? I was not, I went back to tent, like, uh, and Bikini was in there. And he was telling people it was my birthday after I had already officially stopped my birthday. <laughs> well, you officially stopped your own birthday. A month later, yeah. But, you know, I had stopped it. But Bikini was still telling people, yo, it's his birthday. And Balls. I was, at first, I was like, yo, yo, actually. And he was like, no. No. <laughs> shout out to Takini. Uh, no doubt. I don't know who that is, but shout out good to that people, person. Man. Good people. Good people. Yeah, he played at the last when we went to tent. The techno was here. Event. He was the. Uh, is he British? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The British dude. Word. Black British. Word. Um, what else is new? Oh, Stretch and Bob were just out here previewing the show for Japanese audiences. Yo, was it dubbed or it just it was it just had subtitles, right? Yeah, it had video? subtitles. It wasn't dubbed and it was absolutely official. Yo, like, it was. You don't even. I think it's impossible to really understand the impact that those two had on hip hop in the '90s. To be like totally honest, they broke most of the artist you love absolutely yeah, no doubt i mean it it's it, it's even it's even cats who um were legendary in the underground scene like you see lp right now is getting a lot of love with run the jewels but uh fun crusher the original fun crusher before fun crusher plus that shit he's shouting out bob yep. you know what i mean and he was on they've got the freestyle from the stretch and bob show and it was legendary to to me on the west coast but we kind of we kind of didn't get the full grasp of it until we were able to download the old recordings you know like this is maybe 99 before napster some wow. other download device yeah. and we were like yo the big l jay-z freestyle right just like they i mean that's legendary yeah, they talk about that in the yeah. document it gets its own dedicated have you section seen, have you seen the documentary marvel no, yo we're talking not. about stretch and bobito radio that changed lives it's an excellent documentary yeah, uh, culture cur- curators. I'd, I'd like to get into that a little bit more with uh, with you later, Terry. But uh, great, phenomenal joint. What else is uh, What else is What else is happening new here? Oh, Nas announced that he's going to come out with a new album. How do y'all feel about that? I feel great as long as it's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, uh, this When's is the no last, diss to what anybody. What was the last good Nas album? Uh, the last Nas album. It was good. Last, it had good tracks on it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, not to knock anyone, it's hard to make a good album. It's hard to yeah, make, no to be consistent and make good albums back to back to back. But honestly, I like nigger, so Did that, change that the was title his last that? like really good album to yeah. me. Yeah. That was solid. Yeah, well untitled, but that's kinda hard like for the white kids to I like it because you know the statement it was. It's statement, Bill Maher's favorite album. <laughs> is it Bill Maher's favorite joint? <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, can I have nigger? Stop. You know they're not selling it at Walmart. You can't pick that one up at Walmart. What did you hear? Don't tell your father. Uh, right. Here goes here goes something else that's new. I saw that in the uh, I guess it's the Oxford Dictionary, the most official dictionary, right? They uh, they added 
the word stand with an official definition. Okay. Uh, and we all know what, what a stand is, right? Uh, and I was looking up and seeing some of the other words that they added that were hip hop words. We've got bling bling, bootylicious. Bling bling is, bling a, is in the dictionary? Bling bling yeah, is in yeah. the dictionary. Bootylicious, fat with a ph, PH. Mm. dope, and jiggy are in the dictionary. Jiggy. Jiggy. I don't know how Jiggy really made it. Jiggy was never that popular of a word. Yeah, yeah it didn't really. Well, it did. It went from Will Smith all the way to the next Friday, at least. Um, I mean, people were still saying Jiggy in like 2005 when Snap Music was happening. They were still talking about the Jiggy era. Uh, you're right. Yo, you're what's right. funny about that is we never used that word in New York. I only use it as kind of a pejorative word, like fucking Jiggy ass. Hold on, Terry. Cat in the hat ass. Did yeah. you do that video? Which one? Get Jiggy with it? Yeah. Yes, I did. Nah, nah, the choreography nah, nah, for nah, it? Nah, nah. Uh, no, I didn't do the choreography for that one. It was That's actually, shame, it was actually really all of us. But see, to mm-hmm. be honest, <laughs> you got the little arm shit going. It's just what we used to do in the club at the time. That movement was what we used to do in the club. So it wasn't like we went and like purposely chore- like stretch. Buddha stretch is the dude that did the choreography. But to be honest, that part of the choreography is just something we were doing in the clubs at the time. Word. It wasn't that deep. <laughs> Yo, uh, if I can tell y'all some confidential shit, that's the first song I always do at karaoke. Always, always. Set is it, it is that dope or not dope? Nice. I'm going to give that a not dope. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, but but check it, man. Like, uh, Stan. It kinda, it's got to be terrible if your name is like Stanley. Because you're Stanley, you're the whack neighbor in Friday, and now you're like Stan is constantly something associated with something terrible. And you know, I identify with this in a way because my my government name is Mark. And you know, growing up in the 90s, in the early 90s, if you was a Mark or a Mark ass buster, hey, it was fucking terrible. Tell him Compton ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Compton ass Terry. See, there is a there is there is a Compton ass Terry, and that's why I was like Brooklyn ass Terry. It just connected. What, what's the Compton ass? Who's Compton who's... ass? Is like where? Where's this kid from? He was Compton? on like some of those Jack <laughs> Jackass videos. Really? Yeah. Compton oh, is that where it's he was? He wasn't doing the Jackass shit. You know, it's, I think it'd be hard for you to find a black dude. You know, putting yeah. leeches on his balls or something, <laughs> or fucking doing vodka shots in the ass. Oh, but geez. but he was definitely Compton ass Terry. And that's why I was like, yo, I, I told, I told late, I was like, yo, I think, I think I might have offended Terry the first time I met him. I was pretty fucking drunk, and I was like, Brooklyn ass Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, first of all, I didn't even notice. My skin is thicker than the alligator. It takes a lot to offend me. You really don't have to worry about that. I say the most offensive shit. I'm good. Get offensive on the show. I want you to talk a lot of shit. Oh, please. This is a children's show. We want this. Children's (laughs) show. This is a children's show. As late as drinking his beer. (laughs) Oh, also in the background for for the first for the first segment of the show, we are listening to Bug Seeds' newest album, EST. East Side Tokyo. I didn't peep it yet. Uh, I sent you. I sent you the uh, the joint in the G files, but I bought it, and uh, it's good. Um, what else is What else is new? The Biggie mural. You guys hear about this controversy? Yep. No, yeah, I, I heard about it. We're trying to trying to tear it down, but I guess the landlord conceded, and he's going to keep it up yeah. for like twelve hundred dollars a month or something like this. That's ridiculous. Ugh. 
it's, it, it's like a historical point now. It's like yeah. you've got to keep that. The, the city should finance it. You know, you know if he if he was gonna tear that shit down, it was gonna burn his shit up. Somebody was gonna burn his whole apartment. Uh, if it where if it, where is the mural exactly? Uh, I don't know what street it's on. It's, it's in Brooklyn, it's though, or, right? Like, which Brooklyn. building is it? I like, I don't know where it's at, but it's in Brooklyn. It. What's ridiculous is if it was a mural of one of the presidents of the United States, one of the earlier presidents, one of the guys that owned the slaves. It would be no problem to tear mm. that shit down. I mean, to to leave it up. Rather, it was someone you know, a musical figure, yeah. someone that was. For us, really important. Maybe as important as some of the presidents. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's tear it down. Yeah. Well, let's make them. Pay. I mean, to to me, this is just like uh, you know, you got to keep a Fats Waller mural up because he's a where he's from. That's that is a historical figure who shaped that community. And the same can be said for for Biggie yeah. and a lot of cats. We just talked about last month. Uh, Scott LaRock got a street. You know yeah. what I mean? So these these are it's important to have have those things for the community especially in a place like brooklyn that is being tremendously gentrified yeah and more and more of what made brooklyn what what it you know dope is being kind of scrubbed away and, and covered with walmarts I, and shit i That's, also think that uh we need to stop reserving streets and murals for people that we lost um we have to recognize folks that are still here as well like spike lee needs a street for real there needs to be a Spike Lee way in Brooklyn because he's done a lot for the pretty much the image of Brooklyn that you know in your head right now if you close your eyes Spike Lee painted that he established all that for me I I never I never went to Brooklyn until I was like 10 years old and so my thoughts of it were Crooklyn do the right thing you know he he needs exactly. an official seat at Madison Square Garden too. Exactly. Just, you know what I mean? That's they what need I was to re- they need to retire his jersey <laughs> at Madison Square Garden. Like is the mural in one of the gentrified areas? Brooklyn <laughs> now the Brooklyn's not being gentrified. gentrified. Mm. Yeah, it's getting gentrified all the way to Brownsville. And um, I don't know if y'all know the legend of Brownsville, but Brownsville is real. <laughs> it was. So yeah. It's Yo, uh Vell, what what part of Brooklyn are you from? From Flatbush originally. Hey, hometown, hometown. hometown. <laughs> I know I'm speaking like hey. this, Marvel, but just push me out the way and get the words in, baby. I need, we need to hear more of you. Tell, tell us more about your experience in Brooklyn. You, you know where where this mural is at? Nah, nah, I'm not quite familiar with it myself, actually. Google so that where, shit. Where were you? Where were you sticking up kids at? Like, where were you doing a lot of your, your burglaries and your robberies? And stuff? <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> Hey, here goes a little homie. What's up? What's going on, man? Say hello. We we got future. uh, We've got we've got one of the Universal B Boys with us right now. The upcoming youth. B Boy Zion. Yo, I think there are a few. Zion. Hey, let's see some air tracks. He's like, whatever. Need a pizza. He uh he B Boys. Yeah, Yeah, he 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 taps. He breaks. I don't. I mean, he takes the classes, but I'm really like, yo, dude, if you want to dance, just dance. It's not sure. like, like you have to take classes because we didn't I take classes. I never took a class yeah, at most all. Most of us didn't. Like, uh, but it's also a different world now. Indeed. It's yeah, it's, it's so different. The, like, I, I, we, I guess we could talk more about b-boy culture later. Um, but speaking of which, yesterday, uh, and we're recording this, so what's, what's today? 10th. Yesterday is the 33rd anniversary of the Beat Street movie premiere. Wow, didn't know that. Yeah, I just, you know, I've been doing my Googles. Beat Street. Checking out. 
king of the beat. See me rocking that beat from across the street. Yeah, before, uh-huh. before there was YouTube where kids could go and learn how to do air tracks, what we used to do is we used to watch videos Anywhere you could get breakdancing, we would try to we would try to get those videos. So me and my dudes, we was watching Breaking, which I don't have a lot of positive things to say about, but we was watching Breaking, we was watching Beat Street, we was watching Crush Groove, we was watching, uh, you know. Big up to Pop and Pete, man. We love you. And by the way, you guys won that battle in Breaking. Edu- educate us, Terry. Oh, educate Pete. us. Oh, I mean, our listeners aren't going to notice. I actually oh. haven't seen Breaking, to be honest. So first of all, Pop and Pete is. The legend, the quadruple OG. Um, Poppin' Pete's brother, Boogaloo Sam, is the inventor of Poppin', Electric Boogaloo style. Um, Pete and Taco. Taco is Michael Jackson's. Oh, you haven't seen it, but. Taco is Michael Jackson's teacher. Oh, wow. Pop, they call him Poppin' Taco? Poppin' Taco. Taco is Michael Jackson's teacher. Pete is actually the person that pretty much taught Mike how to do the backslide, AKA. Walk. Wait, wait, this is when is this? Like early eighties? Oh. Breaking Breaking came out like eighty two. Well, I mean teaching Michael. Because oh, I would have thought that well, would have came was, from like his Motown days. Maybe seventies. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Peter's um Peter's a quadruple he, OG. He was a, oh, he wow. was an OG when the movie came out. Yeah. And now yeah. he's ascended into like celestial category <laughs> of godliness. And I'm 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 proud to say that I'm a part of that dance family. Like that whole dance family. Have you seen Breaking Marvel? No, I haven't. When, you guys so young. I, I, I'm only like three years older than them, and I saw it when I was a kid. But also, my sisters were hip hop heads. My brother-in-laws, everybody, put me on to hip hop as, as a kid. And also, I had just, I gravitated towards it immediately. It's like I don't remember a point in my life where I didn't like hip hop. One of my earliest memories is my father telling me I couldn't hang up uh, those uh, those dirty ass white boys on my wall and he was talking about the beastie, the beastie boys. boys oh damn <laughs> straight up See, and down straight up. i mean my sister got me that poster i must have been four years old five years old oh wow it, it, this is this is when the conversation gets interesting for me because the whole hip-hop conversation to be absolutely honest i never thought about it i never thought about it i never approached it like i'm gonna i'm, I'm really gravitating toward this hip-hop thing i was just like yeah i'm being a young black New Yorker, <laughs> that's what that's what this it is, was to be hip hop. This is when I was I, growing up. This is what culture is. It's yeah. like how people just in Japan, you're not thinking, "Hey, I'm a Japanese person." Yeah. And this is you know what I do. It's just part of the culture. See, I come from a different I come from a different era where there started to become that that split in what was authentic hip hop and what was commercialized mainstream music industry forcing what hip-hop's supposed to be and so we went underground and we went we went to the left to find our authenticity so when people whenever i was telling somebody like yo i listen to hip-hop they'd be like oh word do you like master pete and i'm like no i'm talking about hip-hop and i always had a strong fight against that now my position about master p has changed but during when the jiggy era was happening when these things were happening all the acts the the uh de la soul the fujis um, BET was still playing rap music, like real dope hip hop yep, music. Sure. You know, Joe Claire was doing the show, The Box. Like these were things that were were hip hop. And then there was the other shit that was coming on Sprite commercials, and and <laughs> and, and I just felt, always felt like that is not hip hop. That is that is well, somebody commercializing, commodifying 
the culture. But and now the lines happened. are blurred. But that's the era I came from. That's See, me and Mega had this discussion off the pod before, but like uh, the hip hop now that everybody associates like with Atlanta or the South kind of has the dominance or they have that sound like ASAP Rocky or French Montana, Lil Yachty. I'm not sure. Oh, what's happening, Steve? Hey, here goes Steve's. Hey. Steve's is just walking in. He was uh, he was shooting video at a club all last night and right. uh, sl- overslept a little bit, but but yeah, yeah, we finally yep. got him here. It's all good. Good to see you. Good to see you. Yo, I'm not even sure where Lil Yachty's from, but uh, Atlanta. he's from Atlanta. Oh, he is from Atlanta. Yeah. Well, yeah, like that sound. Like I'm used to that sound. Like I grew up with that sound before it was popular. You know what I mean? Like I was listening to. You know, so so deaf. I'm sorry. All stars, uh, Lil John. Uh, like I know, like that frequency and those but you know so, drums so and things they use. Exactly. So so deaf. The brat. They weren't exactly little yachty. <laughs> no, they they were still they were still following the rules. I mean, of hip hop. Okay. And there were rules. But but the influence now, like like that sample, every like that I I I sample like. I remember that like way, like way, like before even Lil Jon got on the radio, like I remember that song and that sound and like Master P. I remember my cousins having Master P tapes like before Ice Cream Man came out, like before that, like and them showing, so like I'm very familiar with like those sounds. So when the South became popular, it, it wasn't like I suddenly started like in pop music. It was just like the sh- shit I no, was listening to. The, my, my first experience. There's, now, there, there's definitely undoubtedly authenticity in Atlanta sound, but it the the industry has changed so much now, and that sound has shaped so much of the industry that it's hard to find the division between like where where that line initially blurred, and you know the snap music era like 2005 era music really started changing and that's where we're at now so what? my thing my my first experience with southern hip hop wasn't atlanta it was texas and it yeah. was ghetto boys and it was, oh wait i'm going to reverse that i mean my first experience with southern rap music because i'm going to keep rap right now and hip hop separate because the way things are Rap is not always hip hop, right? and it hasn't been for a long time. That um, mm, mm, mm. at least a decade. Mm, I I don't one hundred percent agree with that, but um, I, I think when you stop having to put wor- words in your rhymes, then you've <laughs> left the realm of hip hop. I mean, we had the <laughs> we had all of that with Curtis Blow, right? But he still said words. After that, you know, <laughs> where, where where does Little John fit into that into that category? Little John is the only John style, right? He's like, what's what's the guy's name? Uh, Fat Man Scoop. Fat Man Scoop. Little yeah. John is um, Flavor Flav. Yeah. You know, you know, um, I don't like the word mumble rap. I think it's a disservice to what they do. Most of these cats are not mumbling. Little Yachty is selling. He's rapping words, and they're clear to hear. The only one that's really like. Well, not the only one, but the major one that is almost indecipherable at times is Future. And that comes with, like, designer directly biting that. But Lil Uzi Vert, uh, Lil Yachty, uh, 21 Savage, these guys are, they're saying words. They're just not very good at it. It's not mumbling per se. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not, it's not the, it's not poetic. 
there's there's no like literary devices that are really being used there it's it's very but, but, simple see we have to be careful we have to be careful with this whole thing too because the exact things that you're saying right now were said about rap music in the very beginnings yeah. of rap music so we have to be careful with that too we've, we've always had the weirdos and you it's know, it's a little funny no, i'm talking like, about from outside outside of the black community people were saying like that, it's not music. That's just the niggers talking. The value? Like, I've Where, literally heard that that's yeah. just niggers talking. But so, where'd you put the body? You just buried, you threw him into what? <laughs> the Manhattan River? Like, what did you do? Off the Verrazano? Like, you just <laughs> killed him and shit? Yep. But yo, it's funny, like, those Atlanta dudes, like Uzi and uh, Yachty, and I kind of listen, I don't really listen to Future. That was like, I don't listen to Future. But, like, they, I don't really bump them like that's a little bit beyond the atlanta music that i listen to but i feel like that's more on steez's wave actually because steez fucks with kid cuddy heavy i love kid cuddy and i feel like that's more of an influence from cuddy than like atlanta actually like that those those cats uh, like that kind of like that droning or like that harmonizing like that's all kid cuddy in my opinion well okay I don't want to start. I don't want to. Well, yo, totally let's, let's 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 rewind it back because we we jumped the gun. We didn't do go, the dope or not dope. I, I want to go. Okay, once we, let's do the dope or not. No, dope. Finish, I finish, finish, that thought, finish that thought. I want to do the jiggy era thing. Let's go. I want to go back a little bit because um, we have to think of it like every single era. That that back there is my wife yeah, with the ice. Get, oh, there's ice. Get you on <laughs> the my wife with the ice. Every single era has a purpose and a reason. All right. The first, the 80s, the beginning of rap music, the beginnings of rap music was literally us finding our place in this world of music. Right. Right? That's the first, that's the late 70s through the mid 80s, maybe even almost to the late 80s. The so-called golden age of rap music was us finally standing up saying okay this is us this is who we are this is where we are we're here you're gonna recognize us right and we did that because it was the golden era and everybody realized like wow, when you say golden era what here. era are you talking about i'm talking 88 about, to 96 you're talking about the birth of hip-hop i'm talking about a about 88 to 96 okay. yeah like 88 to 96 that's conventionally viewed as the golden yeah. era of hip-hop so and then after the golden era of hip-hop came what you guys call because we don't call it that you guys call the jiggy era of hip-hop but that era of hip-hop was those same people saying like yes we came here we established our position we've changed the world of music now fucking pay me yeah and that is a very very important position because not only did it employ those rappers that are on the mic it employed a whole lot of young black and latino kids that's that's well. one reason i was saying earlier that my position on masterpiece changed what you're looking at is like one of the first major black moguls in in hip-hop music even snoop dogg will tell you he ain't make no money until he went with master p and that is that the jiggy era while there's issues uh in terms of uh the artistry for me uh, people were finding ways to really make money off their music and empower themselves, and I support I support that tremendously. Yeah. And that's, that's why I don't hate on Lil Yachty for making yeah, his money. I mean, you know, I think right now these ki these kids are exactly that kids. Right. And right now, making money has become so easy in the industry that they've 
return to the kind of confusion of the beginning of rap music, like, holy shit, where's my position? Because now it's all coming so easy, so I don't even know who I am anymore. I gotta yeah. do something and find out who I am, and maybe that's, we've come full circle to this point again. And now the next golden age will come. You have to think of it like that, and don't just kill it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not tremendously optimistic about another golden age per se but i do like the space that hip-hop is in and i'm rather optimistic about it there's i mean there's no Creativity lack of dopeness there is right no now. lack of dopeness yeah. now a certain artists dominate the conversation for the mainstream audience but i've never really cared about what the mainstream thought i've always viewed it as like this is me this is my culture and the things that i care about and value will be mirrored in other other people within with, with my values that represent the culture in the same way i do thank you for the drink thank you very much my name much. is mega by the way that's my wife naho nice to meet you, nice to meet you. shout out to naho shout out to naho <laughs> shout out. easy james yeah but thank um word uh no doubt let's let's Yo, uh, i think we can skip the dope or not dope this time yeah. Okay. Skip oh, the dope or not dope. Oh man, I kind of wanted to do that. I, I did. I wanted to get some dope or not dope off I also, of it. Terry, but it's cool. I also a little bit. Got my just 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 get a little bit. Like, how about got, how about we get got him? my notepad stolen? So I don't know which button it is anymore. I was. You ain't been doing the ed- You good. ain't been doing the education late. See, I don't want to give all the drops away. <laughs> it's not this one either. Hold up. Well, hold. Because I actually have a question, since we're already on that topic. Uh, dance crews, but not <coughs> dance crews in general. Kind of like how they do out here. Like, you'll be at the club, and then they'll stop the club, and then the dance crew will come out and do their little thing. Is that dope, or is it not dope? Not dope. <laughs> not even a little bit. Can you say that again, just one more time? Not dope. Not Dope. That's a new drop. Yeah. <laughs> we need Brooklyn Terry's sign of authenticity there. That's a new drop. Not not dope. We not dope that. at all. Um, so I'm from the dance scene originally. Like I'm a part of the dance scene. And uh, doing Speakeasy, I made sure that it was no dance performances where you stop the flow of the party. Because stopping the flow of the party is not, not dope. dope. Yeah, I agree with you on that. You know, I actually used to, um, I used to have an issue with that show, America's Next Best Dance Crew. I just didn't like the shit, man. Yeah, I didn't like it for several reasons. I didn't like the commodification of the culture. More people were like, yo, I want to be that without like paying the dues through hip hop or having any respect for hip hop. They just wanted to fucking dance, which is great, which is dope, but it's also not dope. But I, I didn't like it because it, the, the name of the show is what? America's Best Dance Crew. Yeah. Um, electric Boogaloos were never on it. The Lockers were never on it. Rocksteady was never on it. So many, Force so many was legendary never on it. crews were not on it. So my thing is, is how can you call it America's Best Dance Crew when not one time has any of America's Best Dance Crews mm. have been on the show? Yeah. And Jabberwockies were there though. The Jabberwockies weren't weren't. They're not R, uh, RSC man. They're just the Jabberwockies. RSC. <clears throat> Rocksteady. Oh, okay. The Jabberwockies are um, Southern California, San Diego, uh, 
really suburban kids who went to the dance studio and they used to be in this dance company called Culture Shock. And they used to be the whole Culture Shock group. And you know, for what they do performance-wise, it's cool, but it's just not us. You know what I mean? It's just not what we do. So, and yeah, I got I got homies in that scene. My my good homie Phil is in the Kinjas, and you know he's he's down with them, and they're they're dope at what they do. But I mean, I'm coming from like B-Boy Summit, the the first uh, freestyle session. You know, the Cross One and those type of cats, and that pedigree where where everybody that was there was a part of the culture. Uh, B-Boys, I've always felt that B-Boys exemplified hip hop culture more than any other element because we're doing the explosive body gestures to the music, listening to the music, uh, the fashion, just the, there was a, a level of legitimacy that you had to have as a B-Boy and uprightness. We were kind of like the fruit of Islam in the nation of Islam, like the most upright <coughs> had to be B-Boys. We weren't allowing biting, We, you know, like the rules, there, there were a lot of rules when it came to b-boying. A lot of rules. A no, lot I of mean, rules. And uh, so I'm, 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 I'm gonna be uh, real controversial right now. I'm pissing people off. Please don't um, that. In hey. the entire culture of hip hop, the least known about aspect of hip hop, I feel, is the dance. Um, b-boying would be the first dance of hip hop culture, but hip hop freestyle is the next one yeah nobody seems to know where it came from there are still people around the world that say that's not hip-hop that's not hip-hop but that's very 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 hip-hop and yeah. and most people don't know that because to be honest in hip-hop culture most people just don't know yeah. about the dance and if it wasn't for the dance most of the world would not know about hip-hop culture yeah. period because no one was checking for rappers Right. No one was checking for rappers at all. Everybody was looking at the B-Boys. And from the B-Boys, people dug deeper into the culture of hip-hop. And then from there, it all exploded. Of course, the DJ well, provided yeah, you know, the they, sound. It was kind of the first, the first really popular thing to become, excuse me, the first popular element of hip-hop to become worldwide. I mean, there was rap, but I mean, like, even the first rap group was like a boy band put together. But there was a legitimacy in the immediacy of dance. There was something about it that was shocking to people. These explosive body gestures. And, because and, you can't fake it. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what I'm a big proponent of the immediacy in hip hop. When when you freestyle, back when, back especially coming from the West Coast, there was a strong pedigree of like, when you're rapping against somebody or you're freestyling the mic, you are getting open and absorbing what's happening and saying it as it's going. And it's not some written thing that you put out or uh, you know, a bunch of saved bars from your memory. Uh, that's that Freestyle Fellowship, Project Blow, Good Life Cafe pedigree that is important to me. So I'm big on immediacy <coughs> in hip hop. And I think a lot of that is, is missing to a large degree. Yeah, It's more theatrical and, and captured and saved and then presented, which provides some really cool things that happen. These rap battles that happen, uh, you know, where it's like, I got my bars against this guy. Those are really good showings of the ability to, you know, write right. raps against somebody and go at them. But there's something different. It's gone from being just like a cultural kind of community thing into almost strictly entertainment yeah it's gone from being street 
Yo, Marvel fucked everything up, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. Like timing, everything. Well, that was perfect. Marvelous. <laughs> Yo, so here's what happened. Marvel choked me. <laughs> hey, we just missed like 40 minutes of the podcast for some reason was recording and, and I missed it so I apologize for that. We had a lot of good conversation and I regret that, but it's written in heaven's unchangeable heart. We got Fuck. we got 20 minutes to um talk about some some gold. Yo, um, what Terry said is that one of the most hip hop individuals ever was Sammy Davis Jr. Yo, we we miss we miss so much. There was so much to that conversation Just went all over the that. place. It Just went, built from it that. went so far. It was a, oh my god, man. I'm so I'm, I apologize. It's my fault. Marvel didn't really choke me. Uh, I guess I guess it just wasn't recording. Don't now I'm worried. Is it recording Don't now? I think I think my computer went into sleep mode and it stopped. Blame it on the rain. I don't I don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think it went into sleep mode and it stopped. Let's let's get a let's 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 get let's get something else going. What 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 part do you want to do, uh, late? Part? Yeah. I don't where even should think we start? You, did the Straight weather, to the conversation. You didn't get yeah. my weather report. Right. Nothing. Nah, we didn't get the weather report. <laughs> nothing. Let's let's at least let's at least do the Eugene McDaniel's shit. Play the Eugene McDaniel's and then yeah, and we'll go we'll go right into the topic. All right. So. Should we come down on that a little bit? Or are we good? We good? We let it ride. Yeah. All right, Terry, please introduce this track. This is a weather report. I got a mouthful of pizza right now. This is Eugene McDaniels. Supermarket Blues. I think this is on the Cherry Stones album, to be honest with you. This is, I feel like it is on the Cherry Stones this album. This is on Headless Heroes. Headless Heroes? I have the vinyl. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I've got this joint too, myself. But what we were talking about is... Uh, we were having a conversation about whether or not this track is hip-hop. And I was saying that I think that hip-hop is this track, but I think this track is also bigger than just the title of it being hip-hop. So, I, I say this all the time. Usually when people begin to talk about hip-hop, they only talk about the music. They only talk about rap music. But in truth, the hip-hop, the culture, actually... In the beginnings of it, there was no produced rap music. People were rapping over the DJ, spinning the breaks to shit like this back to back, right? So that leads you like, so what are we talking about with hip hop? We're talking about the entire culture. We're talking about the way people live, the way people breathe, the way people move, the way people fuck, the way, like seriously, the entire language. And I said earlier that Sammy Davis Jr. is one of the most hip-hop people I have ever witnessed in my life because he does it all. He did it all, and wherever he is right now, I'm sure he's still doing it all. He rhymed. Yeah, he could rap. He sang. He danced. He played the drums, and he played a few other instruments. He he dressed like he was super fly. How was he his embodied he embodied. That was his signature. <laughs> yeah, he's probably dope. I'm pretty sure he's a little duty at to keep yeah. him. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that he could write too. 
And what I'm saying is, and trust me, not everyone in hip hop culture can write. Right, right. Because I can't. <laughs> but my hairstyle is shaky too, but I had to do it, you know. You know, and it's just like from stuff like that, we have to really we have to get over ourselves in hip hop culture and start to realize that the thing that we live is our ancestors repeating themselves. For real. We kind of got to get out over ourselves. Like, yeah, we have our B-boy stance, but if you look back, our ancestors, our great-grandfathers and our grandfathers had their stances too, and it was very similar to what we're doing. Look at, I had gangsters in, in, in my family, and them motherfuckers stood hard. So we have to get over the bullshit like, this is just hip-hop. Yes, hip-hop is the re-embodiment of who we are and who we will be in the next one. Which is why we also have to be careful on judging the people coming up now. We have to be careful with that judgment and we have to put some of our pride in check as hip-hop because yeah, we're proud of this shit because I'm proud of this shit for real. But we have to also let it grow to be the next embodiment of our beautiful cultures. No doubt. So, with that in mind, are there artists that are just doing something in hip-hop that you don't like, that you don't consider hip-hop? Um, that, are, that are considered hip-hop by people? See, this is why I say that, like, when we talk about rappers, because right, we're talking about the music again, I think a lot of rap right now has nothing to do with hip-hop. That's why I'm, I've gone back to, I stopped calling a lot of it hip-hop music, and I call it rap music because I, that's I what it call is. it pop rap yeah but I, I mean, I mean a lot of rap is still just hip-hop to me yeah. you know like rap shit but i call it pop rap. i mean rap existed well before the name of hip-hop i can show you videos after this thing on youtube and you'll be like yo what the fuck exactly so and this is from like the 40s and 50s so it's it's gone to where right i've seen now, the six step Back in the 50s. Yeah. The sex step. It's you know, not like, new. Yeah. You know? Coffee and, grinds and, and one steps <laughs> and shit. You know what I mean? Dimes Top rocks and, and You know what I mean? Yeah. Suicides so, and shit. So. so, like, these dudes, are they're doing something and they're rapping, but I don't consider it a part of this hip-hop culture. It is a part of popular culture, but not a part of hip-hop culture. Um, Little but Yachty, and, and also... I, I, don't, I really don't think Little Yachty is a part of hip-hop culture. You know, so when he says, I'm not hip-hop, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I believe right. you. I trust you. I, you're I absolutely think right. And, I, and to be honest, I'm actually more thankful, big up to him, because he said, yo, I'm not. I'm, I'm being a rock star. You're being a pop star. But, yeah, you know, big up to you for saying that you're not down, but you're only saying that because motherfuckers are checking your shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so but, gross. I don't understand, like, why you would even say that, you know? Is that, like, just chasing the dollar? Like, what is what that? It, it, it is chasing what, the dollar. That you're not hip-hop? Like, uh, that you're like a even, even when Lil Wayne would say, I'm not a rapper, like, why would you even say some dumb shit like that? Like, well, I don't expect Lil Wayne to say anything intelligent, to be honest with you, but... Uh, Lil Wayne was saying, I'm not a rapper. This dude was saying a lot of rapper because rappers... But he was also saying he was the greatest rapper alive. Uh, uh, okay, sorry, let me exclude Wayne, because Wayne just spews out shit, you know, yeah. whatever. But my lives matter y Yachty, to my hoes. <laughs> Black lives do matter. Like Yachty's, Yachty is saying that I'm not a rapper because he has rappers, real, real hip hop culture rappers coming after him. Like, 
hello, sir. Yeah. What's up? Pete Rock was like, hey, little buddy. Yeah. Shut the fuck up forever. <laughs> yeah. You know, so of course you got to you got to you got to dial your shit back and be like, well, um, I'm not a rapper. I'm not doing hip hop. You have to because these real motherfuckers uh, 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 are coming after you, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's the same thing with dance. We spoke earlier about um, what's those dudes, the jujubes. Um, the uh, Jabberwockies. <laughs> we spoke earlier about that. They have nothing to do with hip hop culture. They have nothing to do. They're dancers who use some of the movement that we have brought into hip hop culture, but they're not a part of hip hop. That's culture. what it is, man. I don't know if this part uh, got recorded or not, but I think that's what I don't like about the dance troops out here. Like, these young college girls who are in their dance circles and they do their dance performances, you know, that's cute, that's fine, you know, have fun, you're young, whatever, but that shit is not hip-hop, man. And I don't <laughs> like it when they try to perpetrate like, oh, I listen to rap music and... It is the appreciation of the culture enough to be a part of it? You know what I mean? Or do you mm -hmm. have to actually have paid your dues and did your due diligence and respect the culture to the degree that you recognize the greats or can you just step in fucking do whatever the fuck you want well, and say hip-hop doesn't have any rules well since I'm our culture that. is on sale and it's always been on sale then people can purchase it and they don't have to pay so it's the consumers it, ha yeah, it has to consumers. be us as a community to decide what we want to invest our money into yeah and and, and you know but we also have to not just decide what we want to invest our money into we also have to decide what we're selling where and how we're selling our shit um but with that said about the japanese dancers i have a serious love hate relationship with the dance community the street dance community in japan the love is they're actually doing it they're actually doing it and i have and they this love, saying they love it and they love it i have this saying that america doesn't respect american arts you guys don't know who i am none of you knew who i was right but every single dancer in this country knows who i am in this country in all the other countries in asia in lots of places in europe it's because america doesn't respect american arts because American art's skin tone is very much like ours. Real talk. Now, when Justin Bieber does it, it's wow. Mm. When the Jabberwockies uh, and some of those guys do it, it's like wow. What's, but what's when her it name? begins to look, Miley, uh, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, uh, no, the, the black girl, Zanaya or whatever. She can rock her braid. And then uh, when yeah. Miley Cyrus does it, it's still... Yeah, it's the same thing. So it's the same thing. So uh, my, my, my hate part is like you guys are simply em emulating, just copying. And that just, it doesn't get any deeper than copying. You don't know who I am. You don't know my people's story. You don't know the story of anything. You're just copying the shape of what I do. But behind the shape or inside the shape, it's full. But you do an empty shape. That's a shell. A, a of shell it. of what we do. I mean, I'm talking from B-Boys, everything. You don't know why people it's are like in the hard rock world. It's like the retarded Superman and shit. Yeah. It's the backwards version of it. That but has that's, appearance, a, ga a ghostly appearance. But, but that's not also, the real... that's also, part of that is um, their 
you know, we have YouTube or whatever, but there's still a lot of this culture that you cannot pick up from YouTube. You have to be taught each one teach one. Isn't that like rule Yo, one? that track was recognized by the locks, yes. by the way. <laughs> yes. you know, everything we just said right now, you should recognize. Yo, I, I, I really, uh, man, I feel so terrible that I didn't record so much because we got so many jewels from you, Terry. And um, it, it, for me, it's, 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 it's great to hear that because I come from the same cloth. I, I really do feel that there needs to be more appreciation. And I am the type of cat that I'm judging your hip hop if you say that you're in hip hop and shit. And I'm judging if you went back and you did your due diligence and if you know who Ken Swift is and you know what I mean? If you know who Mr. Freeze was and Shabba <coughs> even, like even Cassie, were, you know? I, I just, I feel like, I feel like don't tell me about the culture if you are not of the culture in the same ilk that I am. And I get snobby about the shit. I, I do, and I and that's why I said earlier, I was like, I, I love to be hating. And I don't consider it hate. I just be like, no, no, I don't want to give that shit a pass. And five years from now, people might look back and maybe little Yachty will have established himself for a place in the mainstream hip hop, you know, stratus. But for the most part, I'm just like, that doesn't fit my criteria of it. And when 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 older guys do that, and we talk about the old rules and where it comes from, we're considered like, oh, that's old head shit. That's hater shit. Hip hop can change. But I'm all for it changing. Guys like Earth Gang are changing hip hop, but they're also still following rules that I feel are important to establishing the, the respect that our culture deserves. All I have to say is, James Brown and Bambada stood shoulder to shoulder. You're going to talk about two very different generations, very different musical styles, very different ideas. They stood shoulder to shoulder right with each other. James Brown and Bambada stood shoulder to shoulder. So it's not about the new guard, old guard. It's about the true guard, right? Right. So we, we recognize our culture. And I'm not even going to put hip hop on that stamp. We recognize our culture. We recognize us. We see us. I see you in your eyes. I see me in your eyes. So I see you. If I look at Little Yachty, yeah, we are of the same hue, but what you're doing is not exactly something that I can relate to. When I was, you know, I used to walk into a mall in a part of the country that I'd never been to before. And you would connect with somebody and be like, that dude's a b-boy. And then if I went over there, they'd be like, yo, yeah, I'm b-boy. And we'll bust right there. And it wasn't about me wearing some uh, Mecca or PNB or some type of costume. It was how I carried myself. The way that Did I bounced, people Mecca? were like, Mecca? <laughs> what you got, that Anichi on right there? What you got, Carl Kanai's? Yeah, oh, wow. No, but yeah, like, I mean, it wasn't because I was wearing some shit like that. Or that I had graffiti on the bottom of my cap bill that I did myself. My own style. It was just because, like, mind detect mind. And I really see cats that are, I, I just could recognize it back in the day. Nowadays, I don't really know. I'm on, I am an old head. Uh, you say you say we young. I mean, I'm 34 years old. And to these 20 year olds, I am the old head. <laughs> Look at Brooklyn's face though. That's young. I have a yeah. 21 year old daughter. But see, the, yeah. thing, the thing that's beautiful is me and my 21 year old daughter will listen to Pete Rock and CL Smooth together. And she will say stuff like, Daddy, that shit is way better than this stuff now. Because, not, and it's not that, not once again, not old guard, new guard. It's true guard, right? So she just recognized, like, yeah, that's, that's shitty music. This is good music. However, I can still, I can, if I'm in the club and I got my um, whiskey in my hand, 
and little Yachty comes on. Yeah. <laughs> Bouncing. It's, 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 it's for that environment. It's exactly for that environment. True. You know? It's for that environment. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing. Oh man, we 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 sometimes do ourselves a disservice. Disservice. Um, we talk about yeah, back then we didn't say this and we didn't do that. But yeah, we were just as dirty and nasty back then as we are right now. Today. That was drug talk back then. There was, I mean, if you listen to some, for instance, Karis One got a track about hooking up with a 13-year-old. 13 and good. 13 and good. I'm sure you know that shit. It's about him accidentally hooking up with a 13-year-old, continuing to do so, and then eventually having to fight her cop father and get away scot-free because she's 13 and good. Um, that, there, there has been problems. There's been Houdini. There's been some real raw shit. Houdini has a song because she's a hoe. You know you're a hoe. How do you three know? Three different freaks after every show. Like, and, yeah. and then uh, Master P and Ice Cube yeah. remade that shit because yeah. I'm a hoe. You, you know, know I'm, I'm a hoe. How do you know because I told you so? Well, first I get him, and then I read him. I put the cheerio on top of dinner. Thank you for asking. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, guys, I literally have six minutes. Dougie Fresher on six minutes. Six minutes. Do you mind if we finish up the show while you get ready? Um, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I mean, yeah, like, you can finish we up gotta the show. Do, we got to do the weather yeah, report. Yeah. I want to keep talking to you about things. I feel so shitty that I ruined it, man. This is the worst day of my, my life. Nah, <laughs> Damn, nah, this dude. Is just, I just, you I got mean, a really, really good, good life. We just had some real conversations. Some real, real conversations. Terry, we, you got to let us get you off for a part two. You got to let us get you for a part two. Come on, that's all good. At Noah. No, no, no. too far? No, no, no. Actually, love your house, man. It's a real beautiful spot. And I I strive to have something like this for myself one day. But you can do it. What, you got, what, is, what, is this, what is this thing right here? It's you a, hang from that and do oh, that, that is a, um, a yoga thingy. Like, or a yoga, so do you use swing, that or your wife? What's the thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a team effort. <laughs> 13 and good. <laughs> No man, connect with that. My wife is 40, dude. No, I'm talking about 13 hours and good in in a little Pilates station. I got, I got, I'm into vintage. (laughs) That's my next step, man. I'm telling these cats. You know how in Islam they do half your age plus seven. I'm gonna do double my age minus seven. (laughs) That's my next joint. I'm trying to get a sugar mama so I get something like this. Right here. Yo, can I say something really dirty? Can I say something really dirty? I'm trying to get a really, really old one that shakes a lot so I can just put her hand on my shit. <laughs> 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 he want one with Parkinson's, yo. I'm attracted to burn victims and chicks with Parkinson's. Women with Parkinson's. Hey, don't knock it till you try it. Oh, let me let me fire off some some rapid fire questions for you, Terry. Uh, favorite rapper all time? Rock him. Favorite rapper of the 90s? Big. Favorite rapper of the 2000s? Mm. That's a tough one. Favorite female rapper? Life. Favorite rap group? Dayla. Favorite dead rapper? Big. <laughs> Favorite rapper from, from Brooklyn? Big. No. Kane. Kane? All right. Um, favorite album? All time. Three feet high and rising. All right. Which borough has the strongest group of rappers? 
never take a shortcut Brooklyn to Borough. Hey. <laughs> hey. Favorite B-boy? Ken Swift. Thank you, man. A lot of cats don't know about Ken Swift. When you talk about the A's, a lot of cats say crazy legs, but Ken Kenny. is the beat. Kenny is the truth. Um, how has... How has uh, why is New York sound so different now? Is it because we can't sample anymore? Um, well, you can sample, just really fucking expensive. And times are changing. That's why. Times are changing. And technology is also changing. Uh, where where can our listeners find you? Do you have like a... Yeah, listeners? yeah. Thank you for your time, man. Like, uh, can you like give us some like shout out, represent yourself? And, um... What you're doing. My name is Brooklyn Terry. If you want to learn how to do this dance, you can uh, come to my studio in Machida City, Tokyo. Uh, check out the website. It's www.ndsstudio.com. Or else, you can... Uh, or else. Or <laughs> you can check us out. Speakeasy, me and my man late on my left-hand side. You know how we do. Speakeasy TYO on Facebook. Speakeasy TYO. You know what's up, Speakeasy TYO official on Insta. Grizzy. Message. Speakeasy TYO.com. We are the best fucking party in Japan. Is that dope or is it not dope? Dope. 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 Yo, Terry, can we record for another couple minutes to finish up the show? Yes, you can. Thank you. Thank you for having us out here, man. Yo, again, I apologize so much for fucking up on on the recording, B. I got to get you back on the show. I got to get you back on the show. Yo, I'm going to bring something back. You get the gas face. (laughs) (laughs) Which he always says, too. (laughs) Shout out to MC Search.